You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily fantasy football podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Come to site now. Check out all the good stuff we have leading you into the 2020 NFL offseason. Uh, latest mock draft is up there. The free agent rankings. Uh, had a couple things up on uh, Tom Brady and Phillip Rivers. Well, we have another quarterback situation that we had to focus on as well, looking at the Saints and their tricky situation. And uh, big news about the Saints in the fact that uh, there's a possibility that Drew Brees could retire, possibility that Taysom Hill could be their starting quarterback in 2020, and what to do with Teddy Bridgewater as well. So I broke that down at SN, and we're going to take a fantasy football perspective with that. So uh, that will be today's show, looking at the Saints quarterback situation and kind of look at what uh, the fantasy football fallout could be from that if there's a change, and then look at the the free agency and uh, draft outlook of the New Orleans Saints here in 2020 to kind of see can they improve, can they get the values of their key fantasy football asset skill player wise to uh, produce like we want at the highest level here in 2020 so break that down we'll dive right into this Uh, Drew Brees is 41 years old so he's still trying to uh, decide on his future here this is a team that still can win the Super Bowl it's been frustrating they've won the consecutive division titles but we know there's been some playoff disappointments. You had the Minneapolis Miracle. You had that uh, Tommy Lee Lewis uh, non-call there against Nicole Roby Coleman in the NFC Championship game against the Rams. This year was the disappointing exit against the Vikings there early. So we wonder if the Saints have kind of peaked with this particular brand of their team and can't get back to Super Bowl and win it like they did there at Super Bowl 44 with uh, – Breeze and that crew with Sean Payton. So they've been working hard to be an elite team, but they just can't get over the hump here with their uh, playoff success of late. So maybe Breeze sees it as, okay, I'm going to walk away. I've been doing what, what all I can do for this team, but it's just not adding up, and maybe we won't get a shot here, and maybe this window is going to start to close here versus staying open beyond the three years. So that's a Something that Breeze is weighing here. If Breeze stays, we know what we're going to get. A whole bunch of targets to Michael Thomas. Jared Cook continuing to be effective as a downfield tight end. You've got uh, Alvin Kamara. Everything's going to be hunky-dory the same way we see the Saints offense operating. We've seen it slow down as well. And Drew Breeze can have some hit-or-miss games. And we knew with Drew Breeze here in 2019, he had the thumb injury that kept him out. He had to miss five games, so... Durability was almost a given with him, but at 41, I know the thumb is not a sign of necessarily wear and tear. It's a fluke thing that happened in that regular season game against the Rams, but it's still a sign there that he's breaking down a little bit. His arm definitely got a little weaker here as the season went on, so 
with Drew Brees, uh, again, this really could go into the retirement way, and then you start to explore the other options for the Saints, and then it uh, kind of changes everything on its head because all we've known in the Sean Payton offense, and we've known that it's very productive, is Drew Brees within it in New Orleans. So it's hard to kind of uh, figure out how things may fall without Breeze in the mix. But the one thing we know that uh, they're somewhat interested in Taysom Hill expanding his role. He's, by the way, 29 years old. He will turn age 30 here in August. So before the season, it'll be 30 for him. He's probably going to get tendered at the first round level because they love him that much. They want to keep it hard for someone to get him. He would only be at like $4.8 million or so for that at most to keep Hill $5 million under there for services. So that's definitely going to happen. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, that's the thing they have to decide here. Do they want to use this opportunity to kind of go in with Hill and then maybe draft that quarterback and have a little bit of competition, see if Hill can handle that over the course of a full game and drop back and throw 30 times? I know we've had a very small sample size. He's been more of a gadget player, hasn't really thrown effectively downfield when he's had the opportunity. Just a few big plays, timely plays like that. But so far, his biggest damage has been done playing on special teams, blocking, receiving, and running. So kind of playing like a tight end, hybrid, uh, wedge-type role for the Saints has been his key here. So Taysom Hill, I mean, he would have some appeal because we know running quarterbacks have that extra juice here in fantasy football. We saw it with Lamar Jackson. But Hill would be one of those pure-type running quarterbacks that uh, he's very explosive, is a very fast player. The Saints say he's the fastest player on their team ahead of uh, Alvin Kamara and others uh, on that roster. So that's that's the thing. Is Hill is very extremely fast. They can run, do wrinkles. They could do a lot of different things with their offense, obviously with him dropping back. Then Drew Brees is a pure pocket passer and had that level of dynamic play. But in terms of sitting back there, being efficient, throwing downfield, the way that Drew Brees was, I think there's a lot to be f- determined with Taysom Hill. So I would think with Taysom Hill, if they go in that direction and they end up keeping him, get that Brees money off the books here, that you consider what he can do maybe as a change of pace, put him in there, there, and still kind of work him in no matter what your quarterback decision is. If Brees returns and you got Hill coming back, then uh, you look at a situation where Hills could have some good value kind of uh, wrinkling in there. And there's some rumors of that as well, that he could have some combination of an older Breeze and Hill kind of being the change of pace, so kind of like a quarterback system that you would have in college, the thrower, so to speak, and kind of the runner, the versatile dual threat that comes in there to ease the burden on Breeze. So you can still pass and be effective, but maybe uh, change it up where you have two different styles of offense so unprecedented type move if the Saints go in that direction, but that's certainly something they can consider to uh, change things up with their offense. So have something that the NFL has not quite seen before where you combine that uh, older pocket passer with the still significantly younger. I mean, I know Taysom Mill is going to be 30, but that still puts him 11-plus years uh, younger than Drew Brees. So for them and from their, that perspective, I know from the outside that looks like an older long in the two type quarterback but for them if they kind of combo the two use Hill off Breeze a little bit more to take advantage of that wrinkle and the speed 
he can be effective and uh, might be a unique fantasy football asset in that regard because of his running and all that. We've seen him be a sneaky DFS play, as very cheap, and you kind of mix him in as a uh, guy who can play multiple positions and he can do some damage. So we've seen that in several games. We saw it in the playoff game against uh, the Vikings. So yeah, there's a lot of things that uh, could be happening here with the combination of Breeze and Hill. Now, there's a chance that Drew Brees will retire, and that means Teddy Bridgewater is going to be a decision. I think they're more likely to just say it's Hill and we're going to maybe draft a quarterback. They do have the number 24 overall pick in the first round, so maybe they go there. We've had a lot of quarterbacks rumored to be going in the first round. I mean, right now the locks seem to be Joe Burrow, Tua Tagovailoa, and Justin Herbert, but Jordan Love is trying to get in the mix, Jacob Eason, you got uh, Jake Fromm there trying to be drafted early, so Jalen Hurts, another intriguing player that the Saints have uh, kind of had a little bit of eye on in the background there for their purposes of quarterback, so that could be interesting, a shift if they go Jalen Hurts and Hill, you know where they're going through quarterback, they're trying to match more of the modern game where you mix the athleticism and big playmaking, and that's what you would see there. With uh, Bridgewater, I think you'd look at him and say he might be too expensive. He could really kill in the open market right now. I mean, given his uh, previous contract, $7.25 million here that he made as a 20-year-old, uh, there could be some teams willing to pay him $20 million more plus than that, and that's going to price the Saints out for sure. I think they need a reasonable contract if they can get him around two years 30 million I don't see that necessarily happening after he went five and0 as a starter and uh, could cash in with more efficiency and then uh, he could definitely test the waters and go elsewhere so I'm just not feeling in any scenario that Teddy Bridgewater will be your Saints starting quarterback here in 2020 it's a very outside shot you would have to really require probably uh, drew Brees retiring and uh, the combination of that and Taysom Hill being signed an offer sheet where they don't match and they take the compensation right now, probably going to be a first-round tender. So there's a breakdown of the Saints quarterback situation for you here in 2020. We'll be back in a moment to talk about uh, what their players are feeling, the current players, and where they can go with them in fantasy football in 2020. But first got to tell you guys it's time to take a break to talk about sex, and that means we're talking about Blue Chew. That's blue, like the color blue. This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable, the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take Blue Chew anytime, day or night, even on full stomach. And since it's a chewable, you can work up twice as fast as pills, so you can be ready whenever that opportunity arises. And it's not just for guys who are not uh, confident or having struggles there. It's for any guy who wants to enhance his performance and get even better and come through in the clutch and the follow through like never before. And Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. Blue Chew is also made in the USA, preparing and shipping directly to you, making them cheaper than the pharmacy. And best of all, with that coming to your door, there's no more of that awkwardness. Right now, you have a special deal to listen to Lockdown Fantasy Football. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code LOCKDOWN. You only pay the $5 shipping there for that first free shipment. Again, that's bluechew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code locked on to try it for free. Bluechew, the better and cheaper fast choice, and we thank them once again for sponsoring Locked On Fantasy Football. 
We'll be right back here to break down uh, the Saints' rest of roster outlook here for 2020. All right, uh, if we go and look at what can help the quarterback here, we know that Michael Thomas is locked in. This is part of the reason why the uh, Saints are a little bit strapped here. $9.4 million under the cap right now. They'll probably do some restructure, change some things with a couple of defensive players. With Breeze in the New Deal, assuming that he comes back or figure things out. And obviously, if he does not come back, it opens up possibilities to open up more money in different ways. But you look at the rest of the team. Michael Thomas, can he sustain this pace? I mean, he's been an elite fantasy receiver, high volume, dominating the targets. Right now, he's locked in. We know that. Jared Cook still has some time left on what he can do. So could be a lot of their show here in uh, 2020. You look at... Uh, the key free agents they have, other than the Breeze and Bridgewater, and uh, Hill is restricted, by the way, so they have the first control of him. Anders Pete, the guard, coming off a pretty down season where he's injury riddled, he could be facing a departure here. Eli Apple and PJ Williams at corner, as well as uh, Patrick Robinson being a cut candidate at that position, so they could really be changing up their secondary away from uh, Marshawn Lattimore this year. Austin Carr and is a free agent. They're restricted. We'll see if they tender him. Keith Kirkwood has been in the mix as a slot receiver as well. So we'll see. He's an exclusive rights free agent, so he has to come back with them. So Carr could be out of the mix, moving Kirkwood more into the spot there. They also have Dwayne Washington as a free agent here. That means it's pretty much going to be uh, Alvin Kamara and uh, Latavius Murray in the backfield. Secondary also has another issue with uh, Von Bell maybe having to leave after a very good season here for the Saints. So some changes come in there. Uh, A.J. Klein and linebacker there. Uh, they've got different guys that they've tried to plug in that position. So linebacker safety corner could uh, take a few hits here based on their cap situation. That includes Kiko Alonzo, who came over in that trade from the Dolphins. He might be also gone. So that's something that Drew Brees is also going to weigh in here is that you have a lot of uh, – potential departures here that uh, change the course of your offense and defense, offensive and defensive lines, uh, front sevens and all that. So that's something to keep in mind here with Breeze's decision. And uh, again, I really think it go, could go either way with him here this offseason. Uh, Thomas, again, this is why it's a little bit dangerous to uh, pay too much to one player that isn't a quarterback. You get kind of uh, – Handcuffed elsewhere, the Saints are in that bit of a bind here unless they make some significant moves and breeze restructure with the New Deal is just not enough here. So some changes coming about here for the Saints. I mean, Alvin Kamara is the next uh, contract guy that they're going to have to worry about a little bit after signing Thomas. How much do they want to give him? They still have Latavius Murray. He's a little bit older now as a back, but he's still under contract here for 2020. But Kamara is going to be the next priority once they figure out what they're doing with Breeze here going forward and maybe uh, with Hill in there as well that could really help uh, Kamara and getting a deal that's uh, reasonable and uh, team friendly there if uh, they have a little bit more money to work with and uh, go the cheaper out of quarterback with Hill and a rookie there first round pick even you're looking at uh, those guys making a potential combined uh, 13 to 14 million at most at quarterback well, you had so much invested, if you think about it, here this year with $25 million in Drew Brees and another 7 and a half. So you had $32 million invested. I mean, 
when you look at it, it doesn't look as bad because that's about the going rate for one quarterback. But that's when you uh, know you're overpaid a little bit when you're doing that for two quarterbacks. And that's what we saw with the Saints here in uh, 2020. And uh, again, in terms of fantasy football outlook, I think we want Breeze and Thomas to stay together. That's pretty obvious. New quarterback, especially if you turn to Rookie or Hill, then you're starting to get concerned about Thomas. Just the connection there. What's it going to be like? You're a little nervous. You haven't seen again anything other than Drew Brees for now better part of a decade, 14 years there in this New Orleans connection. We know his connection going back to Marcus Colston and then having uh, different guys in the mix, Jimmy Graham, uh, Lance Moore. We know there's some stability there that Drew Brees offers, and that definitely could be lost here if he's out the door. And uh, But you know, on the other hand, you look at a rookie quarterback uh, – just kind of locking into Thomas as well in this and treating him as kind of the security blanket go-to guy all over the field. Hill certainly has some familiarity. So from that standpoint, it could help with uh, Kamara and Thomas if Hill is the guy going forward because he knows this offense to a pretty good degree, even though he's been used more as a gadget player. I think he could handle that part of the quarterback in, to distribute. And uh, that's maybe maybe what the Saints are looking at here can – He'll be an inefficient enough distributor, and they're very strong rushing attack potentially with him uh, working with Murray and Kamara and kind of change the way they approach offense. So very interesting offseason in terms of uh, where the Saints could go for sure. So there you have a look there at the Saints, and there and, uh, we'll uh, close the show looking at uh, guys that they could actually uh, go after to help them, whether it's free agency or the draft. So we'll do that in a moment but first make sure you're checking out all the great podcasts on the lockdown network keep in mind it's a nba all-star weekend so lockdown nba is going to bring you all the insight there as well as all our team by team podcasts with the insight all across the nba it's a big time as uh, teams check in and get the break at mid-season so check those shows out all this weekend there from uh, chicago all the latest happenings with the national basketball association We'll be right back here to look at uh, the Saints' outlook and how they can improve their team for 2020. All right, uh, let's close the show looking at the Saints and uh, where they could go here in free agency. The draft, the two notable wide receivers, I know people are looking at A.J. Green and Amari Cooper, and there's a chance that Cooper could walk, and they're going to have to make a lot of creative moves here if they're going to afford one of those guys. I think uh, Green certainly a little bit cheaper because he's – 31 and coming off an ankle injury while Cooper's in his prime and maybe the Cowboys don't let him go. But then you look lower tier, you have a Brashad Perryman and Robbie Anderson. We know their profiles are similar to what has worked in the Saints on the outside. They have Ted Ginn here. Did they make a decision there? Traquan Smith has been a bit disappointing on the outside. You'd like that number two to help Michael Thomas. You know that would cut into his volume a little bit, but also would help free him and get another viable fantasy candidate at the number two receiver. They're working with uh, Cook and Thomas and also raise the value of the quarterback in general there for New Orleans. So Perryman and Anderson, two of the guys that are on my list there that you can look at uh, on uh, Sporting News, uh, looking at the top 50 free agents, breaking them down. I really think they're similar players in that they're speedy guys outside, can make some big plays, but you look at what they did late in the season for the Bucks, Perryman, and the Jets, uh, Anderson, respectively. They did a little bit more for their respective teams in those offenses. So maybe a little bit more complete receivers than 
you'd think, and uh, I think they, there's certainly some room for contribution in the Saints offense. So we'll watch that. I think we'll look at them potentially investing more in the offensive line, losing Pete here, breaking down a little bit. Uh, Teron Armstead probably needs a bit of a restructure coming off a little injury-riddled season to feel good about him. So some changes up front may be necessary here for the Saints to uh, keep their strength here, and I think you could see them going after another back. Even Washington's out of the mix, and Murray's getting a little older. I think you have to look at uh, someone else there to flank Kamara if you're going to go in the direction of uh, signing him here in uh, 2021. Murray does become a free agent only in 2022, but he is carrying a pretty big uh, number there and could be definitely cut in 2021. So those are some things we'll look at. I mean, he's old, again, older back with some decent volume, some injury issues there. So overall, I think that's where the uh, Saints will be looking. A little bit of running back, a lot at wide receiver. I mentioned a couple of receivers for them there in the draft. LaVisca Cheneau there of uh, Colorado had a very strong year. Looks like he's fully healthy. You also have in their own backyard, Justin Jefferson of LSU fits the profile of a big playmaker, maybe a T. Higgins out of Clemson fitting the Saints as well. So there's a lot of ways they can upgrade if they bring back Breeze. And you think if Breeze comes back, and I'm guessing it's going to be for only one more year, see what they do to commit to help him win, then uh, you like uh, the Saints' offense chances and explosion and all that. But the guy we'll be watching carefully is Kamara, so you want to see some offensive line investments there and. Uh, Again, as Murray gets older, Kamara could have a bigger deal. And we saw Kamara come on down the stretch. So a little bit of stability, more stability at the offensive line. Or should they lose Pete? Should they have to do something with Armstead? That would be nice as well here for 2020. But I expect the Saints to still be very good, assuming Breeze returns. If it's Hill, then uh, we're going to have to wait and see and uh, reevaluate that a little bit. But a lot of things hinge on the Saints quarterback situation. But overall, you, you like uh, their direction. And I think it's pretty clear that uh, they're going to be a run established to run first potential team here in 2020, regardless of how things play out with an aging breeze or Hill taking over at quarterback. So there you have it. There's a breakdown of your New Orleans Saints offseason here, starting with the most important question regarding their three quarterbacks and uh, diving into what their outlook can be for this entire offseason to uh, increase and enhance their fantasy football production for 2024 locked on fantasy football this has been Vinny Iyer we'll see you next time with another insight into the offseason looking at the Dallas Cowboys